Cradeline Network. the third episode of Big Meg One. My name is Conrad, alongside my friend Eli, and this is the podcast where two Americans patrol their way through the Judge Dredd magazine. Last episode, we reached the end of 1990 in our Meg timeline, so we're taking an episode to do the retrospective of the year in magazines. <laughs> it's a good way to talk about the previous year in the magazine. And to help with that conversation, we're giving out awards for a number of categories. Welcome to the first Maggie's. Sounds cute when you say it like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that's sort of how it goes. Like the in space for for space bitter two thousand, the award show was the spinnies, Mm, (laughs) or is the spinnies? And then we did we did that that show about Star Lord and had an award show that was called uh, the Lordies. So listen, like (laughs) sort of, (laughs) it makes sense. We've yeah we we we've got our we. We've got our style for it, I guess. Um, yeah, we got a lot of categories, as always, defining them as loosely as possible. You know, I'm happy to get, I, I think it's cool to sort of, you know, say that the best could be a single page, a single image, could be a whole year of work. Um, we'll, um, we should have reader nominations after we do all of ours and folks who wrote in. I really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, and we've, uh, and this is the first one for the magazine. We've, of course, done a bunch more for the spinnies, but hopefully this is the start of a beautiful series of comic book reviews. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get to the awards. We're going to start with award one, best art. Eli. Of all the stuff we've covered so far, what is your favorite art that you've seen so far? Yeah. Well, let's see. Um, I'm hoping I don't mess up this name. But my favorite art was done by uh, Carlos Esquera. Esquera, yeah. Esquera, yes. Or, or or maybe Esquera. I don't like – to me, it's always Esquera. <laughs> but all, okay. all the English dudes I know say Esquera, so it could be anything. All right. Uh, but for what he did in necropolis part 12 uh page two um he did this really nice uh image of uh mega city uh the when it was after the um death sisters had taken it over stuff like that yeah that's a great one yeah uh yeah i just it's one of those pieces i could really get soaked into and just stare at for uh, way too long so i definitely had to give that one uh, my nomination. Absolutely. Oh, that's a great choice. Yeah, that uh, the the giant walls of the mega city all cracked and destroyed, and just the tiny Judge Dredd and Magruder in the foreground mm. looking off on it and stuff. Ooh, that's really great. That right. that 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 yeah. image actually went for went up for auction recently. Although I don't, I forget if it actually oh, had really? the auction yet. But it was like listed in a bunch of <laughs> listings of sort of like European uh, comic book art and stuff. That's pretty cool. And actually, I mean, should I um, post the image on Discord so you can see what I'm talking about? Ooh, I'd love it if you could, just so I could, I, I could know. But I, I, yeah. I do. I think I know exactly what you're talking about, and I'll try to put these in, um, 
in the social media for the podcast as well. Just because I, you know, once you once you said what it was, I knew right. what it was right away. Just because it's a really that's one that I really like as well. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> cool. Nice. I think for me, I might pick um like sort of the whole we've seen so far in the magazine of um the art for uh, for Chopper, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire mm. by, by by John McRae. Um, I'm I'm really liking the art for this one so far. Um, just oh, yeah. the, there's the there's all these like empty radback landscapes. I like sort of the early images <laughs> of all of these like happy surfers chilling out in their shacks and stuff. You know that one uh, that one mutant goat or uh, uh, ox <laughs> sheep and stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, that's uh, the, all really cool. The whole style's, yeah. The whole style is very uh, painterly and uh, vibrant, colorful. They yeah, they do a great mm-hmm. job on those. I'm not yeah, sure definitely. if they painted then, it. I'm not, I, it could be. I mean, there's definitely like like we're in th- this early '90s is this sort of rise of these fully painted comics and stuff like that. Like, there's definitely mm, right. That's the move we're going to in European in like 2000 AD in the magazine in this era. Mm. Like, is I could these see that. full color painted comics that kind of get scanned in and stuff like that? Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not going to put any money on it or do any research. But I, th- I have this theory that it might be done with either pastels or, or oil painting, or because hmm. the, the way it's blended, it's very. Um, it's hard to really blend those colors with like uh, acrylic or watercolor. Um, mm. Usually, you'd have to use some other material to do that. So, uh, yeah. If, I'll, if, if anyone, I'll, I'll if anyone finds it. out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's known. I just don't know it off the, off, the, off the top of my head, you know. Right, but I definitely right. think, yeah, that's sort of the the move they're they're going to for sure. I just want to say also, like besides that, I also really love like the um like how those surfers and the radback and stuff are really contrasted with like mm-hmm. the the high tech skyscrapers of Oz. All these like <laughs> shadowy boardrooms and these uh these these uh, c- corporate guys in board shorts for Stig Corp <laughs> and stuff like that and even like what we saw in our most recent episode with, like these giant Earth movers and stuff like or or silly chief judge with judges with cork hats like I don't know I'm really I'm finding the art for it to be very 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 as as playful as it is chilling and terrifying with the violence and stuff you know yes. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> For sure. Okay. So let's go on to uh, our next one. Award to best writing. What's other uh, writing that you've um, in, in, enjoyed so far? Yeah. And of course, the uh, magazine. I should say, just based on your previous one, too, um, I know – for for you, Eli, because you're seeing all this stuff for the first time, you're definitely including all, all the primers that we've done as well. Um, yes, right. I'm I'm mostly focusing on just the magazine so far, just because most of the stuff that we've seen is stuff that I've already talked mm-hmm. about and have considered for awards and stuff like that. So just sort yeah. of you know, different perspective for different yeah. dudes, <laughs> different folks. How it goes? Totally, totally makes sense. Um, so uh, I'm uh, nominating. Um, let's see, was uh, Beyond Arkenny. Um, oh, nice. Two. So, uh, John. Ooh, specifically. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, uh, John, John Wagner, Wagner, art by Cam. Uh, what? Cam. Ke- Cam Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I guess it's uh, John Wagner is who I'm, gi- who I'm giving the credit for. Um, but uh, that writing, uh, maybe it's because it, I relate to it so much. But mm. to me, it has a lot of heart to the writing. It has a lot of like uh, pain, anguish, like you know, guy caught in the cogs of this machine, 
so maybe it just right. uh, the reading just comes out to me and hits me in an emotional place. So I'm I'm just accrediting that straight to the writer. Uh, <laughs> it's not because I'm biased; it's because they're such yeah. a good writer. And that's also where the where the comic book company recognizes that they actually need to hire a human artist. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> so exactly. I can, <laughs> can see why you might choose that one as well. I see. I I see through your self-serving nature. You are, whatever. <laughs> But yeah, no, I think that one's definitely that one specifically has some really great has some great stuff from like um, Kenny's like specific like internal like struggle as an artist and stuff like that's when he's like painting the walls of his cell and whatever right. because the art is within him and, and you realize and all that uh, stuff yeah and um, how he's willing to you know how the family's in turmoil and he's like just the risk he took it wasn't just him trying to make it he had a wife and two kids at home and he was still trying to uh, make it big even though he should definitely listen to his wife more often but aside from that <laughs> hey a lesson so many of us have to learn i guess <laughs> right <laughs> nice i think um so for me i picked um america from the magazine mm. written by john wagner as well just because i love that so much mm. um i mean the art in america is fantastic but for me, just because so much of it's told through, like, narration and reminiscing and stuff like that, the writing really takes center stage in that story for me. And it's it's full of lines that I think even when we started talking about the story, I, I called out, you know, that one, like, uh, like, the price of justice is freedom and stuff like that. Ooh, it's good. I love yeah. it so much. Real, like... <laughs> Listen, I, I I don't love the content, but the way it's written is very excellent. I right. got I really appreciate it. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I definitely uh, could see that it, it's written very well and very passionate. Like that um, retrospective kind of perspective. Uh, yeah, kind of keeps you on the, you know in a mystery. Like, oh, what what's going to happen? Who's he? Who's he talking about? Yeah, because we it's it's interesting. Like the way they tell the story, just because it's clearly told. By uh, by Benny Beanie in the present or whatever, talking about his past. But and we see pictures of the present, but we don't see him. So it's mm -hmm. sort of like there are, and he sort of keeps foreshadowing different things. And so I think it does really kind of keep you. It keeps you on the hook for this story that is still developing and will take a little while to finish up. But I think we're still like that, or for me at least, I'm still chomping at the bit to get to. I think. <laughs> But so, okay, writing, art, these two things come together. And the question is, what do you got for Award 3 Best Overall Story? <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite story? I must know. You got yes. to separate the wheat from the chaff. Only one can survive. You know, everyone else's feelings will be hurt. What's your fave so far, Eli? Fave so far, I think you you'll you'll be all right with this one. Is um uh, America Part Three, <laughs> oddly enough. Ooh. Um yeah, written by John Wagner, art by uh Colin Manchel McNeil McNeil. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I just see letters and then guess. Uh, yeah, it's fine. But um uh that's the one where the uh you know the narrator narrator gets shot in the throat at the end. Uh, yeah. But um that particular story. Uh, kind of took it from, oh, the previous story was, hey, we were kids, what a crazy world. And then, uh, you know, part three is a lot more, hey, we're adults now, things are going, you know, we're going our separate ways, we're meeting up again, and then stuff kind of hits the fan. 
And yeah, it's, yeah, big action scene, and then yeah, but also uh, reminiscing about the apocalypse war and these other sort of like big hi- historical moments yeah, in the mega city. Yeah. So, uh, additional to those moments, it is also illustrated very well. There's a lot of color. They mm-hmm. captured a lot of the emotions and like action very well. Like, um, uh, even just like that final shot of the guy getting shot, um, they kind of have him, uh, there's three versions of him going backwards in time as this impact is being done. So I just feel like they took a lot of extra care in illustrating so that you got the full weight and impact of these events happening. Yeah, and then just the bodies lying on the on the street corner or something right. like that. Right. What a what a cliffhanger! That's right. such an amazing one right. for sure. Yeah, I mean, even a was it one of the judges got uh, shot in the chest, and they just gave it a full panel, a full page, just to show yeah. you know that hole being ripped through him. So yeah, they definitely pull any punches on that one. They put a lot of effort in. Yeah, well, I think in that one too, they do really show like it it makes it a big deal that a judge is being killed i think Mm -hmm. especially because when you think about sort of the rest of america the judges have been these sort of like all-powerful terrifying beings and stuff Mm -hmm. that when these random folks kill kill one it is a big deal because it's sort of like that's something that that shouldn't usually happen you know right Awesome. Listen, hey, I got to agree. I think America's my uh, top overall <laughs> thrill as well. Um, I'm, I mean, I think it's clear. I'm really digging it. Um, I really like, like, um, you know, the writing's great. The art's really great for what you talked about. And then this story's just about one of my favorite topics, which is this kind of regular citizens in the mega city dealing with the judges, trying to figure out how to live a fulfilling life sort of under their boot, essentially. Um, that I think is a is a strong message always, and something that I think we always think about, you know, in in our times and stuff. And so it makes this story, a, you know, it was a it was an interesting and relevant one in 1990, and I think it remains so in uh, 2020 here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, death. Okay, so awesome. Yeah, man, America. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> overall thrill, right? But now, <laughs> but now even greater. <laughs> than an overall thrill, something that could span the width and length of um of all this stuff. Award for MVP. Who's your most valuable person of what we've read so far? Most valuable player for um for the magazine and, and all the primers and stuff you like. <laughs> That's uh tough. because uh, there's a lot of ways I could take that. I'll I'll tell you mm. what, what I wrote. Um Yeah. I mean, is it is it a cop out just to say dread? You know, yeah, does dread is absolutely not. the MVP. Uh, I, in particular, um, uh, I went with um, dread's performance in uh, Block Mania. I felt like mm. um, that story was a great kind of view into the universe, kind of just the day to day, night to night craziness that's going on. It kind of put a lot of the other characters and interactions in perspective. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, oh, why are they being so cruel and, you know, impatient? And why are these people so crazy? And why is all this wacky stuff going on? And it's like, you peel back the curtain and you see that, no, this whole city is out of its mind. Everyone's crazy. Judges are going off, th- you know, three hours of, you know, cryo sleep per night. And they just hop back into <laughs> it. And there's just people yeah. in jumpers going around. There's people killing people for no reason. And and so it kind of was like, okay, I, it, it, it uh, really solidified the universe and you know these characters in my mind. Yeah, definitely. I think 
Those, the, yeah, that story block mania and like the um, another one we talked about, uh, the graveyard shift <laughs> are these two like ones that are just examples of um, of just, yeah, this, the, the, the city being so insane and it's just dread and the judges barely keeping everything together <laughs> as they have to deal with it. And block mania gets just doubled because they've all been infected by this thing that makes them like that, that, that just takes off any kind of governor or inhibitor they might yeah. have. Have to right. keep them from being the worst people ever, basically. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think, especially just as we're jumping in here, Dredd's a great choice for MVP for, <laughs> I mean, his name's in the, t- or his name's in the title of the, of what we're talking about, right. you know, like, why not? You know? I, th- I, just didn't know if that was a, I just didn't know if that was a cop out or not. <laughs> no, I think definitely. Like you got to acknowledge, like listen, some like sometimes the MVP's easy. Like he's the most valuable mm. because it's like you know the guy who stands right. in the spotlight. Like yeah, listen, he's a valuable player here. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I, um, for me, I I picked a kind of a similar sort of central character here, which is or person. I uh, I should say a real life person. I just went with uh, Master Dread Scribe John Wagner. Mm. Um, <laughs> He was my MVP on the uh, on the spinnies, which was on later this week as well, or earlier this week as well. And um, he's my choice here too. Like I mean, he's ri- he's writing half the half the stories in the magazine that that we're reading right now. He read he wrote almost all the he wrote or co-wrote pretty much everything that we read in the primers, you know. Right. Um, but especially for his magazine stuff, he's like the the variance of what. Um, Wagner's writing in there is amazing. He's going from being extremely serious and like um and like thoughtful in America to the kind of scary slash ridiculousness of Young Death to just straight up extreme silliness of Beyond Our Kenny. You know, <laughs> like. He's really getting like every every aspect of what uh, is what's possible in this Judge Dredd character in the course of his current writing and stuff. Yeah. And he's you know and he's 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 very much a bunch of driving force here at the dawn of this magazine. And so I think just de- definitely um it's important to recognize his contributions as we're sort of getting started here. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. He definitely is uh putting in the work and you know has a vision and that versatility. Yeah. I don't think uh is uh you know that should be you know admired being able to bounce between so much and i don't even i mean what he's been doing it what how long has judge dread been going on how long when did I he mean, get in the game he, i mean i mean john wagner is one of is one is is the uh the writing half of dredge creators right. so since 1977 right. pretty much <laughs> um and he and like He's coming to the magazine after him and his writing partner Alan Grant had been had been the only people writing Dread for about ten years or so. Mm, right. And right now we're sort of he's sort of stepping away from Dread in um in 2000 AD to focus on the magazine, and so that's it's, it's very much his baby, uh, literally, as we'll see next episode. Mm. Uh, <laughs> As we sort of go in here, he's definitely responsible for a lot of the work in here, which is pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Great choice. So them, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, like they're all good choices. I think. <laughs> Listen, the, like this is one of those one of those sports MVPs where there's like statue based it on. Right. You know, the, <laughs> like it's very much um, a, a personal feeling. I think, and just sort of, you know, I feel like it's great just for. I I like to do it for characters who I feel like 
especially in 2000 AD where there's a lot more variance and quality of things, I'll say politely, where <laughs> just like there, there can be really good stuff. There can be really not that great stuff. For me, a good MVP choice is like who's consistently good or something like mm-hmm. that. Right. Or just, and then alternately someone who's like, I've given MVPs to writers and artists that I know have like stepped up and taken on jobs and, or seem to be filling a lot of space when space is needed or other things like that. Right. You know, so it's sort of, you know, it can be all over the place, I guess. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But I don't know. Excited. I'm excited to see where we go with this one, especially, Eli, actually, <laughs> because I think, especially for our next spinnies, by then we'll, you know, you'll be a salty dread veteran and stuff like that. So you're sort of, you know, get a more of a sense of what's going on here. Um, okay. So before we move on, let's, t- let's get our listener nominations from around the internet. <laughs> Greetings, it's Conrad from the future. Exciting Maggie's action. <laughs> um, thank you so much for everybody who wrote in to give nominations for uh, the for the Maggie's. Really appreciated. Let's get started with some email noms. Uh, from Martin Price, who wrote in with his, both his Meggie and Spinny nominations as I was uploading the Spinny um, award show. So I'm going to put his Spinny um, noms in here, too. Martin Price says uh, his Spinny nominations for Best Art got to be Bisley for The Horned God. Um, occasionally a bit Russian places, but when it was right, it was untouchable. Imagine putting this in Prague One. 1970s kids wouldn't be able to cope. Writing John Wagner for Dead Man and Acropolis, but Cheeky having two, but they tie together so well. Could only think of them as one whole thing. Yeah, I think, you know, again, the edifice of dread that we're talking about for uh, 90. Best Thrill, Necropolis. I honestly think this was the all-time high watermark for a Dread Mega Epic. The build-up to it was incredibly tense and holds it really well to this day. Best Year, 1990. Ooh, because of all the aforementioned thrills, and this is the year I started getting weekly progs. MVP, my younger self for getting regular progs. Hey, fair enough. Thanks, younger self. A rare, rare expression of, expression of well wishes to one's for, uh, younger self in the, in the pages of Space Spitter 2000 and Big Meg 1. Uh, then Bob Bryan writes in with his Meggie's nominations. It says, uh, best overall writing story, etc. Go for everything. All, all, all. Oh, yeah. Writing, art, overall story goes to John Wagner and Colin McNeil for America. Predictable, I know, but it has to be this lay down a marker for what could be done with mature storytelling, truly cinematic stuff. Best year, 1990. Not sure that'll ever change. Ooh, it's tough when a best year could just have three issues in it. Still, looking forward to Spinny's Night. Thank you very much. All right, so let's go. To Facebook, only a couple Facebook nominations. We're still getting the uh, Big Meg One social media pages off the ground. So you know, if you're if you're following uh, Space Spinner on any of the on on any of the socials on Facebook, Instagram, or no, just on uh, Facebook and Twitter. I don't have an Instagram for it yet. Um, just feel free to hop in and give us a like, give us a follow. You know, I think we've got some decent stuff in here. No, see when the episodes launch, etc. But on Facebook, uh, Willie Russell's um, for the Meggie says it's the easiest competition ever. Art McNeil, writing Wagner, Thrill America, month October, MVP John Wagner, <laughs> just all America all the time. Uh, Gareth Edwards Lloyd Tolman says he conf- concurs with Willie Russell, Colin, John, America, October, and John. As much as I've enjoyed 
on the other stories, nothing that can compare to America in terms of story, art, or lasting impact, which is fair. Very fair. So let's head over to them, our forums. Uh, Sheridan says, my magazine votes John Wagner, Colin McNeil, America from 19, um, for 1990. Yeah, 1990 best year, of course. We've had hints of it before, but we've never seen the Mega City One system quite like this before. The Monarch says, Art Colin McNeil for his service to not only America, but putting Johnny Alpha out of his misery and doing the same for Chopper. Killing a couple people this year, for sure. Writer, only one winner this time, John Wagner himself. Story again, America. Cannot be stated how important this series is to the point that it's still being felt in 2020. I agree, America's very current for um our current days and um you know just re-released it for god's sakes it could certainly on the newsstands and in our hearts at this point mvp'd tie due to importance both john wagner and alan grant with with whom this early stretch of the magazine wouldn't be as strong as it was they're certainly ubiquitous in these early pages and um yeah and oh and then (laughs) The monarch, as always, has not a uh, has a Walter the Wobot award or whatever the the best uh, uh, least best strip. It's got to be Chopper. Ooh, died will always be dead to him <laughs> at the end of the finish line at Super Surf Eleven. Should have stayed dead. The Meg strip is terrible. Special message though to the Mega City News, which is neither a strip nor as funny as it thinks it is. I'll definitely say that. I got it. You know. I feel like I'm going to get heat for this when the Meggies comes out. But that one full page image of that space laser cutting Wipeout Jones in half is a uh, image that really has really stuck with me. And I've, I've really enjoyed despite everything else about Earth, Wind and Fire. I feel like those and I feel like the executives and board shorts are two things that I think I've really I find to be very funny. And so whatever. Not the greatest story, but fine. Fine. Whatever. Colin will never walk alone for best art Colin McNeil uh, best writing um, hard to look beyond John Wagner fair enough overall story um, such a strong opening line but across all the years in the Meg there are few if any stories that can top America MVP John Wagner clearly gets a lot of credit and I think this one goes to Steve McManus ooh for getting the comic across the finish line um, yeah he Steve McManus is the editor of the Meg at this point and getting all the rights for creators, meaning that they were able to get top talent like John Wagner aboard for the launch. Definitely very important behind-the-scenes work by McManus to get this uh, magazine going. Andy B. for Magazine Artist. Oh, Cam Kennedy. I love his dread. And this subject matter really suits him, obviously. Denying a man- he's doing deny America a clean sweep. Not a huge fan of this McNeil, though I love his current more minimalistic story. Or a style, I should say. Magazine writer John Wagner for America, as you guys said in the podcast, he really steps it up for this story. Already very good. Magazine top thrill, difficult to not pick America. Magazine MVP, again, picking John Wagner, indisputably the man, especially in these first couple years of the magazine. Um, this year and month, he still says Proc 335, which is the classic, of course, return of uh, Nemesis and Strontium Dog. Uh, yes. Lay S for the magazine. Artist. Colin McNeil deserves a shout-out for America. That's probably just as much for Chopper and Strontium Dog this year. Though infuriating that he landed at the top of the strip. Um, w- uh, though it was infuriating that he landed at the end of the strip when he, if anyone, could have made it his own. And r- writer John Wagner, again, enough said. Story of the double whammy of Necropolis in America. It's be a great end to Wagner's time on Dread. But there's so much stellar writing to come from him and MVP the magazine itself. 
Just as the prog dropped off a cliff for me, along came the magazine to keep me engaged in 2000 AD at a time when I might have been better served spending my creds on beer. Oh, man. I think, you know, again, I feel like at these 90s time, I am hearing a lot of people talk about this being the time when they stopped reading 2000 AD. So it's interesting to see what kept – like the people who stuck around, what made them stuck around, stick around for sure. Finally, Alex F. for the Meg. Uh, he says <laughs> – <laughs> You're being silly. You can't run an award show based on three issues of a comic drock in hell. That said, I name my MVP as Judge Death. It's his story that got young me, age 12, to buy issue one on the newsstands. And then, of course, he stayed for the nudity in America. Fair enough. All right. And I think that's it for the magazine nominations. I'm sorry if I missed anybody, but I think that's all of them. If not, I could do supplemental one with nominations and all that stuff as well. Um, again, thanks everybody for writing in. As is mentioned, only three issues of the magazine makes this a bit of a quiet award show, but I'm hoping first to come back strong and full force with a 12 issue 1991 edition of the Meggies. Anyway, that's it for me here in the future. Take it away, Conrad and Eli. Woo! <laughs> Thanks to all you listeners for sending in nominations. Appreciate it. Here's to many more Maggie noms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so before we get out of here, Eli, um, on the spinnies, and I'll do it here too, I usually talk about what we'll get to and what things will happen in next year's, um, like over the next year in the, me- in the magazine, basically. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, I don't know if you've seen like so, especially on like reality shows, but in other TV shows, they'll have like a a thing that's not like that's like the preview for next time, but like in the first episode, it'll be like this season on this mm-hmm. show or something right, like right. that. That's sort of what I'm talking about here. Yeah. So um, yeah, so I mean, the magazine's still gonna be a monthly comic so that means there's there's 12 issues that we're going to look at in 1991 and it's a it, it makes it this thing where it's a little different than than 2000 AD where there ends up being like you know 52 issues so there could be a, there's a lot of there there could be a lot of new and different stuff for the magazine nah, like there's some there's there's definitely a lot of changes but there's only so much they can sort of do with 50 you know with with 50 pages 12 times or something mm, like that right. <laughs> but so at the end of our last episode, we finished that Beyond Our Kenny story. So we're going to get new stories for next time. But so returning in 1991, we'll have uh, America, Chopper, and Young Death, along with sort of the regular Dread stories, uh, the Midnight's Children story for Dread. Nice. Um, then we'll get a bunch of new thrills throughout the year. Um, starting next episode, we'll get the story um, Al's Baby, which is about <laughs> I like it a lot. Um it's it's got art by Carlos Escara and is very much um this story uh it's it's about like a gangster in the future who um but like not like the super future like Judge Dredd but just kind of like you know like a like cyberpunk future or something like okay. that kind of the future. And he's mar- he's a gangster and he's married to the boss's daughter. And they, and they, and and, they, and he wants to have a and and the boss wants them to have a baby, but his wife doesn't want to like deal with being pregnant and stuff. So he so he gets pregnant with the baby. Okay. And then solutions. there's just a a lot. Yeah, listen, modern problems require modern solutions, mm-hmm. Eli. We know this. <laughs> um, 
but there are but beyond that there are quite a few difficulties along the way mm. so that's a, that's <laughs> that's sort of a funny story that i'm really looking forward to um <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to get uh, Strange Cases, which I believe is like an anthology story, different writers, different artists about ra- different stories. Um, this story, Red Razors, which is about a um, like a, ju- a, a judge in East Meg 2, I believe. So like in the Soviet Union, but like this or the, uh, the, the judge version of the Soviet Union. But after the fall of the Soviet Union, so this weird like sort of uh, heavy capitalist influenced by the West, Russia and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll also have uh, Armitage, which is this story about a, uh, a Britsit judge, like a, a British judge who is like a detective solving various cases and things like that. Um, we have a story called Straight Jacket Fits, which is a, um, this, I, I think it's like a, this like surreal weirdness story. I, I forget a lot about it. Um, but I'm, and so I'm excited to sort of talk about what's going or or to see what's going on with it, honestly, because it's sort of, I, I, I remember it being weird, but not much more beyond that. <laughs> well, you've piqued my interest. Yeah, listen, trying to trying to get it out there, and then our final the, the final new new story we'll be talking about is a story about this character Middenface McNulty. Poor who, guy. Yeah, listen. Well, he, no, Middenface is fine. He's a uh, he's a mutant, and he's a he's a bounty hunter. I don't know if you remember from the Star Lordathon. There was that character Johnny Alpha, the stra- the Stranium Dog. I think so. He's ringing a bell. Yeah. It, well, one of his bounty hunting colleagues is this guy, Minface McNulty, who's got a bunch of like weird fleshy lumps on his head <laughs> and is and is Scottish and is like reasonably a, and, and, and is a pretty big badass for the record. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm really excited for some of his solo adventures here in the Meg as well. Um, and then we'll get a couple or I mean, you know, as well. As well as all these new thrills or new stories and returning stories, of course, we'll have a, a dread story every time as well. Um, we'll continue the uh, Midnight's Children's story for a bit. Then the rest of the dread stories we'll have in 91 are uh, I Singe the Body Electric, uh, a story called Black Widow, The Gipper's Big Night, Raptar, and then finally we'll start getting some heavy metal dread with art by, I think, John Hinklinton. It's going to be real crazy. So that should be exciting. Or, yeah. no, B- Bisley or Hinklinton. One of those two, but still, going to be mm. weird. I'm excited about the craziness. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Um, and then uh, often I'll talk about like show milestones or something, but I think we're still in a little bit of early days to really kind of go over those. I'm just excited to really get to grips, continue getting grips with the magazine. It'll be really sweet just to kind of get through and do a full year of the Meg, you know, going through this and stuff. Eli. I think it's going to be really great. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. On the journey with you. Oh, yeah, man. I'm really – ooh, it's going to be good. Just a bunch of ex- explorers through this strange reality. All right. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Pretty quick one here. You know, only a couple issues, but I feel like we'll sort of – you know, these will build up as time goes on. As always, you can find Big Meg One on iTunes, Stitcher, the Google Play Store, Spotify, or a podcast site at BigMegOne.com. Feel free to contact us at BigMegOne at gmail.com in the 2008 forums or on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages. <laughs> this show is brought to you by Steve Green and your friends, the 2080 Forums. If you'd like to join them and help support the show, we'd really appreciate it. Please check out our Patreon 
Patreon at patreon.com slash That's our podcast network. There you can support the show, receive a ton of extra rewards, including advanced episodes, coverage of modern 2000 AD and the magazine, and even monthly Q&As with Fox and Conrad. And come back next time as we dive back into the mech. Most of our current thrills roll on. We'll finish Midnight's Children and get the first entry in a new series I'm pretty excited about. Like I mentioned before, Mafia and Pregnancy Farce, Al's Baby. I'm stoked. Until then, I'm Conrad there, Eli, and we are Big Neck One. Drop!